Hello and welcome to Profiles in Risk. This is your host, Tony Canyas, and this is going to be episode, I don't know, 206, 207, something along the lines. Uh, it's been a few weeks since I've recorded, so I was kind of on, on vacation if there is such a thing uh, right now. Uh, today I have with me Paul. As always, I did not ask you how to pronounce your, to pronounce your last it's, name. It's Tetro. Tetro. Paul Tetro. It, it looks like Tetro, but it, it, it's Tetro. Okay, Paul Tetro. I'm so bad at, 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 at forgetting to do that, uh, who is the executive director of the insurance library. And shame on you for not knowing about the insurance library. If you are enough of a nerd to listen to insurance nerds, shame on you. But I'll be honest, I didn't know either until I met Paul, basically. Uh, so, so, so Paul, uh, first of all, thank you for joining us today. Uh, and, and really, the, the main topic uh, today is we want to talk about, about the book that you just wrote. Uh, but I definitely want to make sure that, that, we, that, that we start with, with, with the library and kind of with your background. So, so tell me about the insurance library. Yeah, uh, I, I, I won't join you in shaming your audience about it. <laughs> if, you, if you don't know about it, that's okay. But now if, you, if this is your chance to, to learn about the library, it's, a, it's a really a terrific resource. The library was founded in 1887. Uh, we have served the insurance and risk management community uh, since then, uh, largely to a, a, a smaller geographic, um, you know, kind of audience than than we are, are striving to today. Uh, we are, we are the only uh, independent insurance library in the country uh, serving insurance and risk management community, um, and we have a just a, we we do a lot. We we operate in basically three different areas: uh, research. We have our collection, which has been built since 1887, and is a, a, a modern, up to date. Uh, collection of information resources, databases, uh, legal information, market information, and best reports, financial information. Um, and we have two librarians on staff that have been with the library for 17 and 18 years respectively. So they know insurance information backwards and forwards and they can help you with all kinds of uh, research inquiries. Um, research education, we uh, have offered CPCU courses forever, other designation courses. We have our own faculty that uh, specializes in different uh, lines of insurance. We offer seminars on CGL and, and homeowners. And, and you know, uh, obviously during the time of the pandemic, we're doing a lot more with webinars. We've been offering webinars for a couple of years. Uh, a lot of our courses have gone online. So uh, check us out. We actually we have a, a new website's rolling out next week. Um, so check us out after that because uh, the old website could use some improvements. But Awesome, awesome. Uh, will, will time release uh, to coincide with the new website? So oh, no, perfect, perfect. So, yeah, yeah but so by the time this, if you're listening to this, the new website's yeah. up. Go check it out. Uh, what, what's We're, the what's the uh, www.insurancelibrary.org. So perfect. Right. I'll, I'll make sure to include that in the oh, show gosh. notes. Uh, and uh, you actually did not mention that it's physically located in Boston. That's correct. Uh, we are at 156 State Street in Boston. If you know downtown Boston in the historic area, it's uh, right off the Freedom Trail. We're across the street from the Custom House Tower, right around the corner from. Faneuil Hall, so you know we are part of that sort of historic fabric of, uh, of, of of downtown Boston. So when you're there in normal times, when when the pandemic is over, uh, you know, stop in, check us out, uh, visit, and say hi. Uh, we we'd love to give people tours of some of the uh, historical items in our collection, uh, and frankly, the history of the library as well. Um, so yeah, so we are operating the areas of uh, say research, education, and engagement, where we offer. Uh, you know, we, we host a, a big annual event and we host a lot of smaller events during the year. Uh, we've gone virtual in that regard. We've hosted uh, book launches from some of the insurance nerds uh, books, as, as you know, but, but we have a lot of uh, 
uh, insure techs and innovators we, we've hosted at, at sort of brown bag lunch events. So uh, we have a lot going on at the library. We're really proud to, to be part of the sort of the, the fabric of the, of the community and, and really enrich the insurance community in, in whatever ways we can. So, so we're, we're always looking to serve. So if there's something that you might think of us as a resource, uh, you know, check us out. Right now during the pandemic, are, are you close to the public or, or is it just a mask mandate? We are, uh, we, we are not stat, like ordinarily we would be, you know, open, uh, you know, nine to five during business hours and people could walk in on their own. Uh, we're, we're, our staff is working from home. Oh, okay. Uh, you know, yeah, but, but we are, we are, you know, if someone needs to come in for any, any reason that, that we can certainly make an appointment and we'll, 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 we'll you know, go there and, and visit as well. And, and our, our staff, myself and, and the librarians, you know, we go in from time to time whenever there's something that, that calls for us to, you know, some research requests, for instance, actually require us to pull books off a shelf and, um, you know, and then scan them and things like that. So, uh, so yeah, so we are, we are, we are open full time. We haven't sort of uh, reduced our services, but we're not in a position where, uh, where we would like to be, where someone can sort of just, uh, you know, at any time during business hours, walk in and, and say hi. So. Makes makes perfect sense. So so uh, so mm-hmm. if you are enough of an insurance nerd to listen to this podcast, uh, and you live in Boston or near Boston, or you go to Boston every once in a while for for whatever reason, uh, once we have uh, we're back to normal, once we've been vaccinated and stuff, sometime next year, hopefully. Uh, Make make it make it a point to go check out the library. Yeah. Uh, I, I I Paul uh, was nice enough to to host uh, a book launch for us for 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 uh, for uh, Rob's book. Uh, what's Rob's last name? I can't think of it. Right. Robert, Rob <laughs> Galbraith. Galbraith. Yeah, for for Rob Galbraith's uh, book, uh, The End of Insurance as We Know It, and I was lucky enough to be able to be there. Uh, I, and it, it's gorgeous. It's, it's in a beautiful part of Boston and it is absolutely gorgeous. And for an insurance nerd like me, it was amazing. Uh, they have, uh, things li- li- like a booth from Lloyd's. I don't remember. It has a specific name. It's not a, yeah, yeah, it's a, 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 a broker's box, an oak broker's box from Lloyd's of London. You know, we have uh, fire marks and uh, a sandboard map collection from, you know, how, how insur- property insurers used to, fire insurers used to. Uh, underwrite. Uh, we, it's we're 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 you know, frankly, and and we're, we're we're in discussions actually to become possibly more of a museum over time. You know, where it's some place that people can can visit. You know, and, and understand that it's what the insurance and risk management uh, field sort of has to offer. So awesome. So so yeah, it, it is just a beautiful place, and the staff is super friendly. Uh, so so once the world's back to the new normal, uh, if if you're from the area, or if you'll be in the area for whatever reason, it's worth a field trip. Make some time. Go hang out, right. get, a, get a tour of the library. It's, it's it, a must it, visit. Right. It, it really is. And I, I'm embarrassed that, that I worked in, in insurance for, I don't know, eight okay. years and didn't even know it existed. It's okay. Uh, so uh, I, I know that, that you've only been running it for, for a little while. So, so it, it's, I, I, I'm not going to blame you for, for uh, <laughs> not marketing it more uh, dur- during my early career. Uh, so, so, Paul, I, 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 before we talk about, about, about the book, uh, t- tell me a little bit. Uh, how did you end up running the insurance library? Like, like I, I know that you've been yeah. there for, for about a couple of years and I know you spent some yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, a, 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 a year and a half plus. I started at the beginning of 2019. And, uh, and yeah. one, thing, one thing I did not know uh, until I really looked at your LinkedIn today before, before we recorded this is I did not know that you are an attorney. You're much too nice uh, for me to have ever, ever thought <laughs> that, that you're an attorney. 
so, so what's your story? <laughs> I don't necessarily lead, but I certainly, <laughs> but I, but I'm, I'm, I'm proud to be a, uh, it's not, it's not, I don't think it's a bad thing. Um, yeah, I'll tell you my story is, uh, is I, I started, uh, my first job at a college was at a, a daily newspaper. I just like to write. I like to learn about things. So I started uh, writing in, you know, for a, new, a daily newspaper. I had the opportunity to um, transfer, you know, from the, sort of the hinterlands in New Hampshire to downtown Boston and work for an insurance publication, <laughs> right? So, and just like anybody else, like a lot of people, I wasn't necessarily all that excited about working on insurance or thinking, you know, writing about insurance, but it was an opportunity to be downtown Boston. It was covering a state legislature instead of a, uh, a couple of, you know, local uh, town committees or whatnot. So uh, there were some advantages of it. And I thought I would sort of write for this insurance publication for a couple of years and maybe go off somewhere else in journalism and write for Newsweek or Businessweek or, you know, it's just some, something else. Uh, but, you know, found insurance fascinating, um, had the opportunity to, to lead that or that, that uh, publication after a, a few years. Uh, so I spent 11 years at the publication called The Standard. And again, like the library with a long history, the, the, uh, the, the Standard has been in existence since 1866. And the library and the, the, this publication have had a relationship. I actually have a letter on my wall in the office. And I, and I wish I was uh, speaking with you, you know, from the library, and I do go in once in a while because uh, it's something to see. But uh, in, my, in my office, I have a, uh, uh, a, a, a framed uh, letter uh, from the, the editor of the Standard writing to the uh, person who was running the, the library at the time talking about, uh, I wish I, I went to get you a newspaper in Philadelphia about a certain article you were looking for and I couldn't find it. I'm sending my regrets. So it's really this neat letter. Um, so I went to law school when I was uh, at the trade pub at, at that trade publication and then ended up uh, working for NAMIC, the National Association of Mutual Insurance Companies uh, for 13 years working in government affairs um, state government affairs, so first as a regional representative and then as an in-house counsel for the State Department. Um, in all those uh, experiences, I developed a lot of relationships with uh, people in the insurance industry, insurance companies, agencies, uh, people with different uh, organizations and associations. Uh, always had a relationship with the insurance library myself during that tenure. As I said, the, the, the publication had a, a relationship with it. I took courses there in the early 1990s. Uh, I knew not uh, my, my predecessor going back to uh, really well. Her name is Jean Lucy. Uh, I'm sorry, her name is Jean Lucy. She's, uh, she's, she's retired, but she's still with us, and, and she's, she's great. And I have uh, conversations with her from time to time. Um, and so it's just a really great organization that has a lot to offer. And we've been doing more and more, you know, over time. And uh, so, you know, stay tuned and, and uh, you know, watch what we're, what we're up to, because I think we have a lot of uh, lot to offer the as I said, the, the insurance and risk management community. Um, and really, the, the book that we're going to talk about today, you know, is part of a function of that. Um, you know, we've always offered for decades and decades uh, insurance education, usually to people uh, either coming into the insurance business um, or, uh, or, or already in the insurance business and, and who want to, like, uh, increase their skills and their, their knowledge base. Again, we've offered CPCU and um, other designation courses. Um, but the, the idea for this book came about because I was at a, shortly after I joined the, the library, uh, I was going out to meetings and I went to a, uh, an insurance tech sort of a oriented meeting in Boston and I was a, just you know, doing the normal kind of socializing. A couple of gentlemen who were running some sort of operation in, in Cambridge uh, used looking at the application of um, artificial intelligence to insurance applications. Um, 
they said, oh, so you run, you know, something that, that offers education. I'm like, I said, yeah. And they said, you offer like an insurance 101? I'm like, yeah, would you, you know, you offer for us? I was like, absolutely. And I realized that there's a whole world out there um, of people who are with the insure tech moment, movement, you know, coming into insurance and, and, and wanting to interact with it. And then uh, subsequently to that conversation, I had similar conversations uh, with Rob Galbraith, uh, you know, regarding his book and, and seeing, I think, some of his social media posts uh, about uh, the end of insurance as we know it, where he described how it, to some extent, has functioned as a insurance 101, an introduction to insurance for some people in the innovation space. And I, I spoke to him and I spoke to Carly Burnham, your associate, Tony, with, uh, with insurance nerds. I said, what, what, you know, what do you think? Maybe there's a, a thing there, you know, an unmet need uh, for uh, a book, a course, um, for insurance 101, for insurtechs, for innovators, for people who don't need to know everything about insurance, right? Tony, you're a CPCU, I'm a CPCU. Uh, we know quite a bit. Uh, people get licensed, right? You need to know certain things to, to, to be licensed. Um, but you don't need to know all the, all that stuff. You don't need to you know, study a book that's that thick uh, in order to sort of have a conversation and, 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 a, and to avoid you know, pitfalls, I guess, too. So the, the idea was really this, to put together something really fairly basic, um, but you know, hopefully uh, accessible uh, to, to, that you could either, um, if you were somebody who was just interested in innovation, you realize the insurance industry might have something for you to, to work in and, and you know, to, to pretty quickly get your arms around a lot of the, the basic concepts, the, the who is who, the what is what um, within the insurance ecosystem, for lack of a better word. Um, and, and so you don't sort of, you know, spend time doing something you shouldn't be on an you know, working on an idea that doesn't, isn't going to go anywhere because it doesn't really fit within what really exists in insurance, but also to have the sort of the, the nomenclature, the, 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 the vocabulary to be able to talk to somebody um, in the insurance business and, you know, and have a, a conversation where you're not sort of stepping on words or not understanding what, what they're talking about. Okay. So, so basically you went to an insure tech meetup and you're like, holy crap, they know nothing about insurance. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> well, uh, you know, I, I'm sure that differs. You know, uh, you know, uh, uh, this, uh, and probably this book could have come out probably four or five years ago, and probably would have. Yeah, been. it's gotten better. It's it's, <laughs> it's gotten better. Intrinsic uh, has come a long way. Uh, yeah. I, I hear you. I, I've had those same experiences where, where I went to an intrinsic meetup and was like, "Holy crap!" Like they truly like have no idea. Um, right, right. Well, it was part of well, you mentioned you know Rob's uh, book launch yeah. event, which, which we had at the library. Uh, that was in uh, I want to say March of 2019, and you know one of the parts of his presentation was um, you know he was working with uh, uh, USAA in, in a role in which he was interacting with a lot of uh, innovators. And they would present to him, and and you know he'd be in a lot of meetings, and and I, if I if I recall you know this correctly, you know somebody came up to him and said you know. I'm going to put you out of business in three years or something like that. And, and I was like, Oh really? Oh, okay. And then like, you know, you kind of have the conversation. You kind of like maybe understand that the person doesn't really know what they're getting into. You know, so, it's, 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 so yeah, Rob mentions him uh, at, at uh, in, in the book. Uh, and it's a really interesting backstory. So, 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 uh, so this particular conversation happened at, uh, at CPCU annual meeting in, in Indianapolis. Uh, and the, the uh, Rob didn't know this at the time, and he didn't know this when he wrote the book. He knows this now, but uh, the reason that person was there at CPCU 
uh, was because I invited him. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> I, I, he, uh, I, I got contacted by, by, I was living in Berkeley, California, right across the bay from San Francisco when the insurance thing really started happening. And I, I was running insurance nerd. So what started happening is I started getting uh, calls or emails, really. I started getting emails from venture capital firms saying, hey, we'll buy you dinner and uh, pick your brain about insurance because we want to, to invest in, insur- in insurance. The word, we didn't even have the word insurance tech, right? So right. I, I would get a free dinner and, and yeah. kind of like, like talk you, to You probably should have got more than dinner, Tony, if they saved some money, if they saved a few I, million here and there. You know, I, 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 I'm, I'm too nice. I, I really am. And, and this particular guy, I won't name him by name, but this particular guy uh, worked at uh, a, uh, a venture capital firm and he, he reached out and, and uh, bought me lunch. Or, or, yeah, I think he bought me lunch. Uh, in the city and, and we talked and, and it was really fascinating to see uh, like the idea that he had when, when, when we arrived at lunch was radically different from the idea that he had when we left lunch, which was radically different from the email he sent me, let's say two weeks later with a deck that he was using to, to present about it. Uh, the, the, the deck successfully raised him a million bucks to start a company. So yeah, right then and there, I was like, huh, and I get nothing, right? <laughs> so, 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 and then uh, I suggested, uh, I suggested that, that, he, that he should go to CPCU annual. And I warned him, you know, this year it's going to be really small because it's in Indianapolis, but it'd be a great place for, for you to, to, to ask questions and, and, and get to know some of the people that run insurance companies. And, 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 and he did. He, him and two team members uh, used part of that, uh, of that million bucks that they had raised, raised from venture capital uh, to go to uh, CPCU Annual in, 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 in Indianapolis where they bought me a much nicer dinner. Uh, <laughs> and, and, and that's what Saint Elmo's, I hope. Yeah, something like that. And, and, and uh, I introduced him to a bunch of people, including Rob. And that's where they had that conversation. And the funny thing is, uh, so he he, uh, it was fascinating to see the way his brain worked, how different it was from insurance people, and and to see how they approached the conference, uh, and, and to see how how the idea evolved radically. Like like by, by the by by the time he ended up launching something. It it was uh, it was like, like like let's put it this way. When I first met him, he wanted to launch a competitor to State Farm and put State Farm out of business. Literally, by the, <laughs> by, 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 by the by the time he went to the CPCU meeting, uh, the idea was cell phone insurance, like app based cell phone insurance. That's that's what he. It's used. a little different, right? what he used in, in order to to raise the first million to kind of start exploring the idea. Yeah. Uh, and by the time he actually launched something, like, like by, by the time he actually like launched an InsureTech, uh, it, it ended up being uh, taxi and limo insurance in New York City. Uh, that's where the company was based out of. Uh, yeah. And they, they did launch, they existed for, for maybe a year and a half or, or so. Uh, uh, we chatted a couple of times, he complained that uh, the front end of, of the company was this like beautiful tech thing, but on the back end, they didn't have a way to connect to the carriers. So on the back end, they were literally turning the the stuff that was coming in, in into uh, accord forms and using those to submit to, and last, that's the last I heard of him, uh, when he, he was trying to figure out how do we automate this stuff because it's driving right, me crazy, right? right? And uh, he's no longer, the, the company went broke or, or went out of business, whatever. 
uh, and they're no longer in, in, in InsureTech. Right? He's now doing something separate, separate from InsureTech, uh, outside of insurance. So Rob won. <laughs> Uh, well, so I, yeah, I mean, I, so I've been, yeah, I've been an observer, you know, and, and a, a participant, at least in conversations about <laughs> insurance industry for, you know, 25 plus years. Um, so when, you know, when InsureTech, you know, came in, you know, and, and, and all this, you know, things about disruption and whatnot, you know, I, I was a, a skeptic, you know, and I, and I, on occasion, you know, given sort of presentations about, you know, just reminding people that, you know, Innovation isn't a new concept to to insurance. Uh, before you know, like you know, it's because it seems like there's a perception that at least at least it was. I think that things have, have changed, you know, over, over time. But there was certainly this perception that um, you know this insurance industry is this old-fashioned, hidebound, uh, you know, business that's huge and has all kinds of money but doesn't really know what it's doing and can't really keep up. Can't you know? And, and so it's going to be what you know. It's it's like well, it, it has all the money. You know, it's sort of like. You know, <laughs> Would you get wow. <laughs> I, can, I, I can hear it. Yes, it's, it's, it's really funny. Uh, so, so, be, so before yeah, so, we, um, we started recording, uh, Paul introduced me to a new member of his family, uh, <laughs> who, who's very cute, uh, who, who just started barking. So it a beagle like, mix. I think, yeah, I, think, like, I, think, I think I got some help in that. Yeah, it looks like he's under control now. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm working from home. Yeah. So yeah. So the, the whole idea that you know the insurance industry is is very uh, you know subject to you know uh, disruption and, and and somebody you know somebody's going to come in and just sort of you know do it you know uh, the, the uberization right so you know we saw what we did and, and left you know to, to 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 the taxi industry and i, I think that, and there, there was a certain level of fear there for a while but uh but you know but uh, but I, I if you know people in the insurance industry you know that that, that these companies are uh they're, they're they're smart people and they they stay on top of uh you know existing trends and they're and they're uh, wary of, of of disruptions. That's 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 nothing new. I mean, that's a you know, that's a it's well, a so it's a SWOT analysis at the end of the day, right? I mean, and, so, and um, I it, it was Nick Nick Lamparelli was the one that really helped me get my head around it. But basically, the number one reason that you can't come in and just put State Farm out of business is that regardless of inefficiencies, regardless of uh, crappy systems, crappy software, regardless of, of all the problems that we have as an industry, uh, State Farm is sitting on like something like $70 billion of policyholder surplus, right? So basically, they could lose money for a very long time while your, your, ins your venture capital yeah. backers won't be able to, to outlast them, right? Uh, and that's not what they're doing. They, they are adapting to the times, right? They are, yeah. That, well, that's the thing. I mean, they, you know, the, like you, you may not see uh, some of these brands, you know, uh, visibly, you know, being cutting edge or something like that. But there, there, there's teams within these organizations that are always watching out for uh, competitors and, and 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 trying to 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 do, you know, to to evolve. You know, the, 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 you don't become a company like State Farm, and but even you know regional carriers who are well capitalized and, and you know and, and work in the independent agency system mm -hmm. again again somebody may look at that as, a, as an old-fashioned system and these old you know 150 year old but it's uh it's resilient it's old-fashioned but their heads aren't in the sand you know mm -hmm. they are uh you know cognizant of, of, of what's going on uh and paying attention to it and making sure that they're not about to be 
Um, so if, if, I, if I'm an InsureTech, whether I'm looking at opening an InsureTech or working on an InsureTech or I'm interviewing on an InsureTech, et cetera, why should I read your book? Well, I, I don't make any promises. The, the, my, my book is, does not have um, insights about innovation. It doesn't uh, tell somebody who is an innovator um, you know, how they should proceed in the, in the world of innovation. So I want to be perfectly clear about that. It does actually have some ch chapters, some, some excerpts from, from Rob's book, which, which kind of go a little bit along those lines. This book, I'm going to hold it up now. That's okay. Uh, is, is, it's a tool to learn about insurance, the world of insurance, and learn about it quickly. And, and, and so it's something you want to get when you just start um, your, your sort of inquiry. Uh, it has terms that are italicized that you can just, you know, Google. And, and, and learn more. It's not meant to be you know, an all-encompassing, but it sort of gives you what you need to know to start the conversation and to sort of not be embarrassed and not to sort of say the wrong thing. Um, it tell, it's just it's something like the fact that uh, an insurance company can be called an insurer, an insurance company, a market, a carrier. You know, like it, so if somebody's speaking to somebody who's in the insurance business, they'll throw around these terms, an assigned risk plan, a pool, uh, you know, a residual market. Well, well that's kind of all the same things. Usually, you know, depending on the, the specific application, uh, what you know, what's a what's a producer versus an insurance agent versus you know, all, all these things that are sort of uh, that that we in the insurance world, you know, take for granted mm -hmm. as our nomenclature. But if you're um, if, if 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 you don't know that, you don't know that, and it can be difficult. Uh, spend a little bit of uh, significant time on insur insurance regulation. That's kind of my. Uh, my, my background, uh, and I, I was uh, working uh, for National Trade Association uh, when uh, the NEIC formed its Innovation and Technology Task Force, and I was sort of the, the policy lead for that. So I really paid attention to uh, how the, the, the onset of this kind of new wave or awareness or whatever of, of innovation and insuretech uh, was responded to by the regulatory community, because that's a real uh, significant issue for uh, innovators. That's something that you wouldn't um, anticipate, right? If you know a lot about the general business world, if you have your MBA and, you know, you know, from a top 10 school and, you, and, and you, so you look at insurance and, okay, well, I'm going to go do this. Why are they doing this thing this way, this entire industry? Well, there may very well uh, be the, the, the answer is insurance regulation. A lot of the time is no. because regulation. Yeah, because we have to do it that yeah, way. Yeah, because we, exactly. And, and it, it, it looks crazy to every other business. Right. But, but it's a different business. That's the, it, 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 so it's like it, the, there's something you may, you may say like, oh, insurance regulation could be the problem. But a lot of times it's, well, we, insurance has to be regulated, right? Uh, uh, yeah. I, you're, I, you're taking I, in, you're taking I, in money that, and like, and then you're sitting on it and you have to mm -hmm. pay out over time. And so if you don't, I have, the, I have, I have always said that the reason insurance is so fascinating is because we are the only business that does not know the cost of goods sold yep. when we sell it. Sometimes we right. don't know it for years or decades, right? Right. Uh, so, so, yeah, the, 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 the amount of regulation we have is absolutely necessary to protect the consumer uh, and to protect the companies themselves from, from making stupid short-term decisions. And uh, the, the, the really tricky thing in the States, as opposed to Europe, is 53 separate regulators, right? Or 54, like, like one person. Uh, 50, 50, 56 jurisdictions. So I don't know. The 50 states, Washington, D.C., and then the territories. Yeah, so, yeah. So, so yeah, you've got 56 different regulators. Yeah. 
and then on top of that, you, you, you've got, um, what is the National Association uh, that, that uh, the National Association of, of Insurance Commission? The NAIC? And, and then you have NAIC, which produces model legislation, but that, that doesn't have any real power, right? It, it's, it's more of, of, a, of a, here's a, here's how it could work. And then each state's kind of adopted the way that they want to. Right? Right. I'm, I'm not on the regulation side, but it, well, it, so it's it, well, except right? for it. So the NAIC has an accreditation program. Okay. So uh, when it comes to the financial um, laws and regulations, it actually has a significant lever and, and teeth to, to promote when, when something uh, gets promulgated out of the NAIC as a, as a model law that becomes what they call an accreditation requirement. It's, it's pretty much guaranteed to be okay. every single state. So, uh, okay. Yeah. But yeah, there's a whole, and, whole world there of um, right, and 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 then the, there's there's some states that are kind of special, right? So so like New York is uh, often copied by by the other, but uh, by the other DOIs. So so you yeah. kind of you kind of want to be New York friendly, right? And, and then California is its own animal, right? So it, it 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 while no single book, much less if I'm not mistaken, this one's about a hundred pages, right? Uh, well, well, it's yeah. actually fewer than that. But, yeah. well, well, the, the, the point was to be brief because yeah. again, this is this is you know say again if you're an innovator if you you you're hire you just hired ten people you may want to hire buy ten copies and just you know pass them out or you know um, you know as you know as you add staff because you know again when I went back to the original story um, you know you're these, these some of these uh, ventures are hiring people who are computer you know people coders and and. And, you know, they, they don't want to learn, you know, they don't want to spend three months studying all, you know, this kind mm -hmm. of real intricacies of an insurance business, but it's probably good if they understand something of the context that they're operating in. So, so it's both for sort of the, you know, the founders as they first start to learn about uh, the insurance industry that they want to, you know, interact with and sort of make sure that they don't, you know, again, you know, sort of make a mistake and, and step in something that they don't need to, but also just to give uh, people, you know, just a, a, a context of, of, of what this this business is about, really. So, I mean, they talked about some fundamental principles about the, the, the role of insurance in society, uh, how important it is. But then, you know, really basic, you know, we have a there's, a, there's a chapter on underwriting. When I say chapter, I mean two and a half pages. You know, there's a chapter on, on claims, there's a chapter, you know, on, on, on regulation, on uh, rating agencies, um, uh, statistical organizations, you know, just, you know, but just, just, just enough so you sort of, uh, you know, understand again. The, yeah. So, so you, you, you could, you could go and buy the book for CPCU 500 and CPCU 520 and get everything you need. But, but right. You just spent a month and a half reading 400 pages uh, of like right. textbook when you, and there, you know, those two books are, are probably like 300 bucks total because right, 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 right. Right. And, and or, there's no footnotes. There's no, right. There's just like, it, if you, like it, if, again, the, the words that you, that would have been footnoted or italicized. So it's, so if you Google, you know, so if you, if you, it's, and, and we have, I talk about that in the book too, you know, just yeah. to how to use this book, you know? Um, so just, you know, it's just, it's very, very accessible um, for, for anybody who just really doesn't know. Uh, so, so we, we probably couldn't call it this, but, 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 uh, it's, uh, it's something equivalent to like the little red book of, of, of basic insurance knowledge for innovators. Yeah. Yeah. I, I uh, you know, I, I'm a, f a fan of a, you know, as I said, I'm a writer, a strunk and white, um, you know, so the, 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 the writer's guide um, that um, I think it was a Cornell professor, I was at William Strunk uh, put out, a, you know, a long time ago. It's, it's again, it's a very slim book, but, it, but if you follow the guidelines in that, 
uh, that's very clear about you know how to write, how to write well, how to write with with clarity. Uh, it's, I mean, this isn't this doesn't give somebody you know the, the tools to necessarily do something, but uh, but it's it, again it's meant to uh, give you you know just enough so you so you can ha have those those kinds of conversations. Started on the on the right path. Uh, yeah, to, to yeah. avoid the, the the big things you're likely to, to screw up. That's a but no, no, yeah. Not, uh, just to give another uh, Rob Galbraith example, mm -hmm. uh, he was talking to somebody who um, was describing some sort of uh, proposed innovation to to him, and um, and I think Rob's answer was like, "Oh, so that would affect you know uh, frequency rather than severity," and uh, you know for anybody in the insurance business, certainly if you're CPCU or you know you understand the difference between frequency and severity when it comes to insurance losses, but the, this person just kind of looked at it with a blank look, you know? So it's like, it's got, again, it addresses that kind of a, you know, it talks about that. It talks about the, the law of large numbers. It talks, you know, so it, 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 it tells you what the difference is between, uh, you know, different kinds of distribution methods in insurance, right? Even the definite, the, the, the distinction between personal and commercial, right? So if you were to start going into the insurance business, uh, you know, then that you wouldn't, have a grasp of the fact that there are some companies that are really concentrated in personal and some con you know, really concentrated in commercial. And then there's a mix, you know, the, the fact that there's a diversity out there, right. And that, you know, and it's not necessarily uh, correlated with bigger companies or commercial, right. There's plenty of big commercial, but, but there's, there's small companies that do commercial and do it well. There's, and there's huge companies, state farm, you know, as you mentioned earlier, that, that, that do almost all personal, right. So it's like, it's not the size of the company doesn't, uh, doesn't necessarily correlate with the, the mix of business, you know, so it's those just kinds of things, you, you know, you wouldn't necessarily, uh, that might go against uh, your intuition, I guess. Awesome. Awesome. So, so uh, I, just like I told Rob about, about his book, I, I there's going to be many insure techs out there that, that will wish you wrote this five years ago, uh, <laughs> but it's, it's here now. Uh, so yeah, I, I agree with you. I, I think if, if you're an insure tech founder or, or uh, it makes sense to buy one for each member of your, of your team, especially, you know, if, if you're, I mean, if you've got a hundred people, we'd love to sell you a hundred copies, but, but, but uh, I think it'll be especially useful for those truly fresh operations that, 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 uh, right. You've, you've got five people, you've got 10 people, you're just starting to build. Uh, this could save you a lot of money, a lot of time. Probably the biggest yeah. thing is a lot of time in finding the right business model that, that uh, all for, I mean, we're selling this for what, like 10 bucks a copy, something like that. Yeah. 995. Uh, 995. Uh, so the cheapest. Like, what's it? And I do want to say too, the uh, proceeds of this, of, of the book um, go to, to the insurance library. Oh, that's right. Yes. Is a 501c3 a charitable nonprofit. We are, you know, we're, 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 we're we exist to serve, uh, the insurance community, which includes consumers, public policymakers, it's, we're not just we're not like we're not owned by the insurance industry. We're not you know we're not beholden to you know anybody. We're an independent organization. Uh, so and 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 also that the, the book is like the start of a conversation too. So if somebody buys the book and you have a question about reading it, shoot me an email. You know like let's let, let find me on social media. You know we'll we'll talk about it. And so it's it's just a you know it's just something you know that really we wanted to put out there with the with the help of insurance nerds to to you know. To, to be a resource to, um, uh, you know, and, 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 you know, start and engage in the whole conversation with a, you know, a different segment of the business. Awesome. Awesome. Um, I will include a link to, to your LinkedIn profile uh, on, on the show notes. Uh, so if you have a question about the book, 
at Paul on LinkedIn and send him a message. And uh, Paul, th- thank you, thank you very much for. No, for, thank you, Tony. Uh, Appreciate it. And especially that, like, it's. How, 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 let, me, let me let me see if I if I can let me, let me put it this way. Uh, the the insurance library is an organization that's what 150 years old. Like, I don't have my calculator. 133, I think it was. 133 year old organization. Yeah. It is really great to see you guys reaching out to the insurance community uh, and giving them this warm welcome into the insurance world. And I, I think that, that it, I'm glad that, that you're doing that and, and how cool that the profits from the book go to, to the insurance library uh, and help support this wonderful organization. Uh, thank you so much for, for, for your time today. Uh, and I, I guess I hadn't said this earlier, but I really should include a disclaimer that, that the book was published by Insurance Nerd, so, so obviously I'm biased uh, since, since I'm a part owner of the publisher. Uh, but uh, truly, uh, this type of thing, a, a simple, easy to read, like hand it to your employer on Monday, they can easily finish it by tomorrow, and, and now they've been inoculated, they've been vaccinated with basic insurance knowledge. <laughs> Uh, so, because right, yeah, most early hires at, at InsurTechs are IT people, right? They're, they're developers. They're, they're not. Sure. Uh, but one of the co- if you're lucky, your co-founder is an actual insurance person. But then it takes a while before before they figure out that they need other insurance people. Like a lot well, of them yeah, yeah. Study. I mean, if if you don't do something like CPC or other institutes, you know, uh, you know, AINS or mm. something like that, then then you can sort of like you you learn little different parts of it, but then you can have you know significant gaps, you know, and, and again, this mm. is to uh, provide the information that anybody needs to be a licensed agent or to, you know, to be a professional uh, in insurance, but it's sort of, it, it definitely, you know, gives you the sort of, a, uh, you know, again, working with, with insurance nurses to sort of make sure that it covered the right territory. Uh, I think, you know, the, what, what you would expect to know at a, at a pretty high level uh, in order to, to not, um, not miss any, you know, significant gaps. Make, it, it makes so much sense. Uh, it's one of those things where I, I bet we'll be getting a lot of comments uh, like we did with Rob's people saying, I, I wish you had written this five years ago. You would have saved yeah. me so much time and money yeah. Uh, yeah. If, if you had written this fi- fi- five years ago. Uh, so uh, the book is out now, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's been on, it's been on uh, Amazon for a couple of weeks. And, you can get uh, it on, it's, on it's, Amazon. It's, 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 it's finding an audience. It was uh, like a number one new release for a little bit in um in business insurance category. So, uh, yeah, so people are finding it. So. You, you are, you are such a, a modest, easygoing guy. Like, like you, you, you don't have comma JD comma CPCU next to your name. Like, like every other author we've brought on, uh, starts the conversation with number one bestseller in <laughs> number, <laughs> number one, new bestseller in insurance, which, which by the way, every insurance book that, that every insurance nerds book, has been yeah. a, uh, because we're right. We 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 choose good authors and, and choose good uh, authors, and you have a good audience for promoting. We, ha- we have a built-in audience, yeah. right? Yeah. And so yeah. so we always get number one bestseller, best new seller in, in our in our very niche category of insurance. Right, uh, right. We, so. we we make sure we do, but but it's just really funny that that, that you 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 mentioned it at the very end of the podcast. <laughs> I should have mentioned it. I I, I yeah. We talked, you know, this, you know the, the, the point of it really wasn't to sort of necessarily, you know, sell a ton of books, but, but to sort of, you know, fill it on that need. And if it finds an audience, then fantastic. Thank you very much, very much for your time, Paul. And, and uh, 
everybody, uh, Northeast Boston area, or if conferences in the future take you to the Northeast, uh, go visit the library once it's fully open, once you know the world's back to the new normal. Uh, in the meantime, let us know if we can, there's other ways we can be uh, of service. Awesome. Th thank you very much, very much, Paul. Thank you, Tony. Uh, Have a great day. Awesome.